0: And welcome back to the Youth Take Podcast, the show where I talk about stuff and kind of just do whatever the hell I want. It is October. It's time to get spooky. I love autumn. I love October. I love November. I love December. I love it all. It's fall that rhymes. I'm just cool like that. Um but yeah, it's it's October now and lots of cool stuff happening. Halloween is coming up and then my birthday which is a uh, m- pretty cool. Um <laughs> but yeah, um I am I am alone in the studio today, but not to worry lots of good content. Um today we're going to be talking about um uh about a, a variety of things um including um the stuff happening with uh Brett Kavanaugh um and uh, uh Dr. Christine Blasey Ford. I have a lot to say about that so stay tuned. Um we'll get into that um pretty quickly. Um as well as uh, a couple other things. Um but yeah, so um that's that's all happening today. Um one thing I, w- I want to say before I start a couple things actually. Um uh first of all, uh, I just I released an EP last week I think it was. <laughs> I don't really remember. That's how chaotic my life is right now. Um but I released an EP and it's on YouTube and Bandcamp and SoundCloud. Um you can just search for x three indie sprite and the e p is called breeze um it's sort of a, a follow up to the one I released earlier this year uh called heat um and I may or may not be planning another one that will be called something else anyway uh but you can check that out um that it's there's four songs I'm really proud of it um I put a lot of work into it, and I really like it. Um, so, if you like, you know, cool electronic music, and you like that kind of stuff, go ahead, check it out. I blend a lot of different kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, you should go check that out. Um, I also—that's not the only new music I've been working on. I also am doing a thing that I every day i realize how stupid it is but uh but as some of you know uh it is is not just october it is inktober um which is a thing that is uh something that uh, artists visual artists uh like to do i believe i like half participated in it last year um and the the idea is that there are like 30 or 31 prompts um, for each day of October, and you're supposed to do a, like, a pen and ink drawing every day, based on that theme, and, uh, yeah, so what I decided to do this year, um, instead of doing drawings and stuff, although that is fun, um, what I decided to do was I was going to look at these props and, uh, figure out how I could apply them, to music, and come up with these musical ideas. So, for the past four days or so, uh, I have been, uh, releasing some sort of little musical tidbit every day. Some of them are longer. Some of like, today, uh, the one I released was, like, 30 seconds, but then I also released one that was, like, more than two minutes. Um, so... You know, lots of varying stuff, but I am uh, I'm planning on doing all through October, hopefully. Um, But so you can also check that out. Those are only on SoundCloud and also on my Instagram page. Uh, But you can go check them out on SoundCloud. I have a playlist and stuff, and I'm doing them every day. Um, And some of them I may turn into more full-fledged things and do more work on later. Uh, And it's not really intended to be like. Like, in no way are they meant to be on par with anything else I do, because, you know, I make them in a day, um, and, you know, it's ridiculous to think that I would be able to make um, something that's, like, you know, really uh, worthy of, you know, like, putting out there and stuff in a day, but... So I'm just releasing these on SoundCloud, not on Bandcamp or anything, right? Um... So they're just, just, you know, casual kind of things that may go on albums later and be part of bigger things. And it's just a way for me to improve my composition abilities and my songwriting abilities and my production abilities and all that. Um, As is kind of the point of Inktober and stuff like that. Anyway, now that I am done promoting myself... um. Let's, let's get into the podcast, um, and as usual, we're going to start with a weather update. It is October, and that means it's fall. And that means it's almost time for you to sit down and have awkward discussions with your family over some mediocre dinner. Oh, and, and also winter. A- and what, what does winter bring, other than seasonal depression and over-commercialized holidays? It brings snow, usually. For some people. Now, I'm not religious, and I don't know if this is like a legitimate belief people have, but my Christian friends when I was little would always tell me that when it rains, God is crying. Or, or pissing, depending on who you ask. And that when it's windy, God is coughing, or or farting, depending on who you ask, although I think the kids nowadays are calling it, um, what was it, boofing? Anyway, one thing I never really understood is snow. Like what the hell is God doing up there? What kind of bodily function causes these tiny little white specks to fall from the sky? Is God like snorting cocaine up there? if so does God have a drug dealer you know actually God doing a ton of cocaine would actually explain a lot Um, like platypuses and uh, taco pizza and and the Trump administration yeah I'm, I'm calling it right now God is doing a ton of drugs up there in heaven or whatever is that where God is I don't know. I'm, I'm not religious. Please help me. Please. I need to go to, like, Bible study. I am unholy. This has been the Weather Update. And we are back. Um, So, we're going to get right into the meat of the show here. I said I was going to talk about it at the beginning. Um, We're going to talk about uh, uh, the confirmation hearings of uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh and that whole thing. Now, by the time this comes out, I don't know what will have happened. However, right now, it looks like... Kavanaugh is going to be confirmed. Today is October 6th, and um, as of right now, it looks like he's going to be confirmed. Uh, I believe Flake um, and Collins both said that they will vote for him, Um, and there's a whole bunch of complicated stuff going on with that, but I'm pretty sure uh, that he will get confirmed. Uh, Now, before I get into this Uh, I want to just give you a little trigger warning here. Um, We are going to be uh, talking about, you know, these hearings, and we are going to be talking about sexual assault, sexual harassment, et cetera, um, that kind of thing. Um, So if you are sensitive to that, um, just letting you know, um, I will be talking about that. Um, Not, you know in detail or anything but that will come up um, so the second thing I want to say before I begin um, is that I'm going to offer some opinions in here um, that I'm concerned may be taken the wrong way and I so I want to start by saying that I 100% um, as much as I could believe you know anybody in this kind of circumstance I believe Dr. Ford. Um, I think that, uh, she seems very credible, and she offered a, a great testimony, and, uh, and I think that Kavanaugh, to me, definitely seems, um, very guilty, um, just in terms of the numerous things, um, numerous, you know, uh, people that have come forward talking about it, and just the way he's behaved and the things he's said, uh, Second of all, I don't think that Kavanaugh is at all fit to be on the Supreme Court. I do not agree with him. I do not want him on the Supreme Court. Um, And I think that the way that the Republican Party has handled this entire situation is absolutely ridiculous. Now, I don't really want to talk about uh, Kavanaugh himself, or really even Dr. Ford, or the hearing... What I want to talk about is more um, a broader kind of thing. Obviously, the country has been kind of divided about who's telling the truth here. Uh, You know, mostly, like, you know, Republicans in general saying that, you know, Kavanaugh is innocent. Others, the Democrats, mostly saying that he's guilty. I know that's not completely 100% true, but for the most part, uh, the Democrats... Um, have been uh, uh, very, you know, opposed to this because they believe Kavanaugh to be guilty. Although, evidently, Joe Manchin doesn't think so. Um, But anyway, so there's been, you know, obviously tons of talk about this on social media and everywhere. And uh, so originally I didn't want to talk about this uh the whole you know, the whole hearing and stuff. But then I started you know, there's been a lot of talk about it on social media and people uh you know, the majority of people who are uh in support of Dr. Ford and against Kavanaugh, uh, have been saying that uh that that women in general don't lie about sexual violence, which I think is a valid point. Um, There's not a lot of, you know, it's, it's not the kind of thing that you would lie about. However, the place where I have a problem is that I'm seeing things that, like, for example, I believe it was the like the Women's March Instagram account or something, they posted a picture of some rally somewhere, and they had this sign, and it said, it said, Believe All Survivors. And so this is where I was kind of like, wait, hold on. The issue I have is, is the all part. I feel like, I feel like that, saying that, sort of implies that if somebody comes forward with an allegation like this, automatically, without any questions whatsoever, we should just say, yes, that's believable. We believe them. And I, I, I'm I, sorry, but I think that's kind of ridiculous, no? I, I mean, like, okay, so... I agree that when someone comes forward with these things, it's not fair to say, you know, just automatically say, oh, you're you're lying about it. You're just making this up or some crap like that. That's ridiculous. Um, but I think it's equally ridiculous to say, you know, just automatically say, oh, my God, yes, you're definitely right. 100%, we believe you. So while it is problematic for people to, you know, just like, cast this unnecessary doubt um on people when they come forward with this kind of thing you should not ever just immediately take someone at their word about anything like especially if it's someone like who you don't know personally I mean like it's just I feel like that's I feel like that's such an obvious thing that you just you don't just believe anything anyone says like that but i i don't know maybe i i don't know i i feel like that's a belief that was you know everybody kind of shared but i'm i'm worried that that's not the case and like again i believe you know dr ford uh Deborah ramirez julia swetnick all seem they're very i i think they're very credible very believable I believe them. However, when we start using these, like, blanket statements and we start saying women do not lie about sexual assault, that is, frankly, the most untrue thing ever. I I mean, we know that's not true. And, and yes, that is something that I legitimately have seen many, many people saying online, everywhere. Um... And we would start saying, believe all survivors, believe all victims, that's, that's just, that doesn't make any sense. And so, like, yes, the way we treat sexual assault and sexual violence, all of that, the way we treat it in our society is messed up. And it needs to be taken seriously. And all of the activism that's happening right now, I think that's great. I think yes. I think we should keep you know pushing for people to realize that this is like a serious thing and that uh, you know it's not appropriate uh, for people to behave in this kind of way. But you, we can't apply you know just because we believe you know uh, Dr. Ford you know we can't apply that to every single woman ever who's come forward about this like that's just anyway one reason i was particularly interested in this um was because of uh because I've, I've dealt with something like this before in uh in in, in a, a documentary short film that i released i don't know how long ago a while ago the film was called uh hashtag #followers for acceptance um and you can go check that out on my youtube channel um, the uh the story of that uh, essentially is is it's about uh these these numerous instagram accounts uh who uh, describe themselves as being transgender individuals whose parents had sort of made a deal with them where uh where you know where it would be like you know the mother would say to this kid like okay if you get this many followers on Instagram you can you can be accepted as you are and uh you know there were like uh you know there were tons of these accounts and they all had like you know screenshots of these text conversations they'd had with their parents and stuff that some of which looked more real than others. Um, I didn't... Some of them we know did turn out to be fake. Others, I'm not sure what happened. Um, and I, by the end of the, the film, I didn't really know. Um, and I, I interviewed... Um, I interviewed one of the people who, uh, who had made one of those accounts... And and frankly, I thought he was very believable. However, um, I, I ended the film by saying that we can't just believe people like that. And I w- the pr- point of the film was to sort of highlight this thing. And I was talking specifically about the queer community at the time. And because, you know, there's a tendency to just assume that everything that is queer is good. And to just trust our fellow, you know... uh, our fellow LGBTQIA plus people. Like uh and like I see where that comes from. But like obviously there are problems with that because just because you're trans or because you're gay or whatever doesn't mean you also you, you don't also have the potential to be a bad person and a liar. Um and so I think this it's kind of a similar thing, um, because you know, it's sort of this, like, unconditional thing, like, yes, we support you because you are this. And and it's the same thing where the this, uh, which in the case of the Instagram accounts was transgender, and in this case, uh, with uh, the dialogue going on right now, is a, as you know, sexual violence uh, victims. You know, we don't always know. We can't tell. And I'm not trying to, like, generate some sort of, like, paranoia here. Like, I'm not, like, Alex Jones. I, I I don't think you should... Like, I think it's good to trust people. However, you know, believing people just automatically like that is absolutely ridiculous, and it's not healthy. Um, I think that we have to like yes i agree we should like support people who come forward and we should we should you know do what we can to find the truth and not just dismiss them like oh you're probably lying but we can't do the opposite like that and it's a difficult thing and i hesitated to talk about this because uh because i wasn't sure how i could talk about this without you know seeming like i was, like, saying that, you know, making, making you know, the same kind of generalization, just the other direction, you know, like, it, I didn't want to seem like I was saying that, oh, we should just assume these people are liars, because that's not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying we shouldn't make any assumptions, we shouldn't assume they're telling the truth, either. Um, and we're we're living in this age of, like, where, you know, like, truth and falsehood, the line is being blurred, and I've said this before, it's we're living in an era of falsehoods, and it's it's scary and the I feel like you know like you know the Democrats and the you know liberal Americans should be more aware of this than anybody i mean you know we talk about how terrible Trump is because he lies, and you know nobody you know we talk about how you know all of these lies and falsehoods and stuff, but then we you know when it's within our own circles with this, and when it, we get like politics tied into it, then we we don't even like don't question at all because it's just you know it's all you know it's like there's this you know sort of unspoken thing where like you know you you ha- we have to just you know be just one hundred percent supportive whatsoever, and being supportive is great, but. You know, you can be supportive without just automatically believing everyone and every single word that comes out of someone's mouth. I think that we we put too much trust in people. And you can, there are examples of this all over the place where we're not really thinking. And like, you know, everyone all across the political spectrum is so guilty of this, especially in America you know, right wing, left wing liberals, conservatives, it's they're all guilty of this, and it's you know we, we like we put trust in these like these politicians and stuff, and like you know people who are Democrats, you know, will end up you know people who are Democrats would end up just voting for Hillary just because, okay, she's a Democrat, just because, okay, she I agree with her on this one issue. We don't think, and look i yeah, I'll admit it, I didn't like hillary uh and i i think i'm yeah, I'm pissed at the d n c and the Democratic party, but you know it's just another example of where people are not thinking, and they're just you know sort of letting these you know the rests of you know these like you know letting these politicians and letting the media you know completely generate their point of view and they're not thinking about it even even we we get our news from sources and i'm not trying to you know create some sort of like paranoia here like oh my god fake news i i, I watch cnn i mean you know i i i read like fox news occasionally you know but i i know like okay yeah this is this could very well be you know fake but we just like trust these like you know news outlets and we we label certain news outlets as like okay they're like progressive oh they're like conservative and like yeah and then we just you know trust the ones that are you know either progressive or conservative depending on our views And again, everyone is guilty of this, and there are so many examples of this. And look, I I didn't even intend to go this deep into it, but, you know, here we are, okay? Like, it's just, it's insane. Anyway, in conclusion, I don't have a problem with social justice. I don't have a problem with what the Democratic Party is doing right now. I don't have a problem with spreading... I don't have a problem with spreading awareness about sexual violence. I don't have a problem with trying to change the way society thinks about these things. All this is great. You know, the fact that we are, you know, uh, trying to move towards a, you know, a point where, you know, someone like Dr. Ford can come forward and be respected by everyone and be, like, Mm -hmm. supported and listened to and stuff. Um... That's great. That should be happening. We sh- we should already be there by now. It's all good, but what I have a problem with is people just believing things. You cannot just believe things. I'm a very logical person. I like reasoning and evidence. Anyone who knows me will tell you that. And you know, I am someone who does not tolerate just believing things even even when I do it because I'm guilty of it too you know I you know I'm you know I don't think about things sometimes but look what I'm just saying is that we have to think more and we have to question more and not just sort of go with whatever we hear and we can't make these broad generalizations like women don't lie about sexual violence, or like, you know, nobody lies about sexual violence, you know, it's, you can't make those statements you know, maybe 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 I'm missing the point, maybe they're not saying that we should just believe everyone maybe I'm, I'm missing the point of what they're saying, but just like, please, like change the wording or something, because it's, that's what it's coming across by, and I I I am legitimately concerned that that's what people are going to start to believe is what we should be doing. So, you know, look, you know, all the all the people uh, who have been, you know, talking about this stuff and, you know, speaking out and saying, yeah, we need to we need to do something about this. Like I support what you are doing. um, And I, I think I think that's great. Um, so, you know, keep doing that, but just, like, stop making these dumb statements. Like, it's, you know, you know that we can't just believe everybody. That's ridiculous. So, anyway, that's, <laughs> that's my thoughts on that. Um, I'm going, I'm going so overtime here. Oh, my God. This episode is going to be a long one. Damn. Uh All right. <laughs> so anyway, what I want to I want to conclude by saying uh since Kavanaugh is probably going to get confirmed and that sucks. That's lame. Uh the only thing left for uh us us progressives in America to do is to go vote. Um and so i encourage you all to go to the polls and uh go you know check that out um and you know vote i <laughs> i don't know how much more complicated i can make it here but um So make sure you're registered to vote. There are like numerous sites you can go to. Um, Another podcast by the name of Pod Save America has a website called votesaveamerica.com where you can go see if you're registered to vote and check that out. Um, Also, if you're in Massachusetts, remember to please vote yes on three to protect transgender rights in public spaces and stuff so that people can't kick us out of stores. That would be great um, because I'd like to be able to use the bathroom happily. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, some cool uh, people running in the state of Massachusetts that I'd like to endorse really quickly because I'm running out of time. Uh, Julian Sear uh, running for, uh, the, I don't know what number district it is, but, you know, Cape and Islands uh, running for state senate in Massachusetts. Super cool dude. Um, vote for him. Uh, also, uh, Stephen Leibowitz, Uh, Running for uh, the state house Um, uh, He's also pretty cool And uh, lastly, Jay Gonzalez uh, Running for governor of Massachusetts Um, Dude is awesome Uh, He's talking about, you know He wants to have a $15 minimum wage by 2020 Which I think is so great uh, Among many other great things about him Uh, But yeah, that's it (laughs) Anyway, uh, now that we're done with that, uh, let's go to our field report. Uh, This week uh, I went to uh, Providence, Rhode Island for a big, cool celebration called Water Fire where they light giant torches on fire in the river, and it's pretty cool, and there's lots of food and fun stuff, and it's super awesome. Uh, While I was there, I got to uh, interview... uh, this uh, nice lady who was uh, uh, running this like tent where people were um, uh, you know uh, you could get tested for Alzheimer's uh, to see if you're likely to have it because there's like a certain gene or something but anyway uh, I got to interview her and it was pretty cool so we can check that out right now Hi, I was just wondering if I could ask you guys some questions about what you're doing here for my podcast Sure,
1: absolutely
0: Um so what, what is it you're doing here, first of all?
1: Yeah, so we're doing uh, cheek swabs for Alzheimer's disease. We have a program called Cheek uh, which is a registry um, for Alzheimer's prevention.
0: People can do
1: a cheek swap here in our tent and uh, sign up for an email if they're interested in participating in a clinical trial based on their genetic risk for Alzheimer's disease. Okay. Uh, So there's a gene called HOE4 that's associated with some increased risk for Alzheimer's disease. And so that's what the the cheek swap. tests for. I see. Okay. And why, why
0: might someone want to do this?
1: So, we we have a lot of people affected by Alzheimer's disease. Um, You know, a lot of people passing by have family or friends that they know well who have been affected by the disease. Um, And we're really making more of a shift towards prevention in clinical trials research now. And so, we're just trying to get out the word about the research that we're doing and the need for healthy older adults to participate in clinical trials research.
0: And uh, exactly how likely is it that someone would have this?
1: Have uh, Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. So the main risk factor for Alzheimer's is age, actually. So the older people get, the more the more risk they have. Um, and uh, when you get to the age of 85 or older, that risk goes up to 30 to 50 percent. Um, so it's pretty pretty high. Um, and we're living longer, so it's more and more relevant. Um, uh-huh. the disease for us to figure out. Treatments for. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. For that.
0: All right, and we are back. Now, guys, last week, I talked about a story that I had heard about, about this tree um, in Athens, Georgia, uh, that owns itself and owns land around it. It's the tree that owns itself. Um, And I talked about that a little bit, and... um, I thought I thought it was a funny thing. And so I was I was talking about this um with uh with a friend of mine today and we were saying, "Oh my god, the, the trees, they own property like they're going to like take over." And at the time, you know, I was joking, but I just found this other headline today. Uh, and this is this is the the headline exactly. Trees have a heartbeat, scientists discover. Uh, heartbeat in quotation marks. Um, and so this was like, what? Hold on. Uh, and so, so I, I took a look at the article here. And yeah, so the thing is, trees are basically doing the same thing in their branches and their trunks that we do in our bodies with blood except it's water not blood but isn't that just but isn't that just a little scary to you i i don't know maybe i'm a little paranoid i'm just feeling like trees are you know first they're owning land and now they have like a heartbeat what other human things are they gonna start doing next like what are they gonna start having feelings are they going to start trying to, like, hug me? Am I going to be walking for a nice walk in the forest and a tree is going to reach down and try and hug me? Are they going to have political opinions? Um, am I going to be walking through the forest and some tree is going to be like, Yo, let me tell you what I think about global warming, okay? Now, I assume a tree would probably, you know, recognize the threat of climate change being that it's like connected to the earth, but I, I don't know. I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to have a conversation with people, let alone trees. I mean, come on. But anyway, uh, in conclusion, I think that. That trees are going to take over uh, the entire planet and kill us all. Um, Yeah. Alrighty, it has been a long episode, um, or at least it's felt like it. I've recorded this over the span of multiple days. Um, But anyway, Uh, yeah, so uh, that's it for for this week. uh, make sure to uh, follow me on Twitter uh, at The Youth Take. Um, and you can also uh, find my other stuff at x3indiesprite.com. That's x3indiesprite.com. x3indiesprite.com. Um, you can check out all the stuff I'm doing there my videos, my music, everything. Um, also, make sure to share this podcast with your friends and hopefully they'll enjoy it. Um, and yeah, if you have a question or anything uh, or you want to be involved, you can send me an email at theyouthtake at gmail.com. That's theyouthtake at gmail.com. Uh, have a great uh, next two weeks or so. Um, I wish you guys uh, the very best uh, in the future. Um. <laughs> I, I'm talking like I'm like sending you guys away or something, but no, I'll be back. Um, hopefully, um, we're gonna have some cool guests on next time. Uh, so yeah, and until next time, goodbye. And again, make sure to make sure to vote. But I'll I'll be back in two weeks to tell you that again. So register to vote. Do it. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>